0: Welcome back to Please Consume Responsibly, the media consumption slur show. Oh, freak! I messed it up. <laughs> I was like, you know what? I'm gonna t- I'm gonna take it. I'm yeah, you good. almost
1: you had it. I was so close. Yeah, you were really close. Do you
0: want to just do it? You're so much better. I'm so much better. Yeah, obviously. Wow. That was me trying to do it and I failed. <laughs> so you have to do it now. All
1: right. Hi. Welcome to Please Consume Responsibly, the media consumption podcast, where we talk about the media that we've consumed
0: responsibly over the
1: last week. I feel like I messed that up
0: you stuttered a little bit i did stutter a little bit
1: but i feel like it used to be welcome to please consume responsibly media consumption show where we talk about the media we've consumed
0: responsibly
1: maybe and then you said over the last week yeah that's what it used to be yeah why have you never called me out on that
0: anyway what's up guys i'm tara (laughs) i'm aj and that was a rocky start but we're here in episode Lucky episode, lucky 13. 13 on Taylor a, Swift's favorite number. On our
1: new day, Friday.
0: Friday. Yes. Mm-hmm.
1: The episodes are now going to come out on Friday because it works better for me. Mm-hmm. And also, we want to throw you into the weekend with some media recommendations so yeah. you can do stuff with your weekend. Yeah. So we can, it's really for you.
0: It's really for you. So you're welcome. It's not you're for welcome. AJ at all or no. me. It's really for you guys. It is all for you. Um, We do this for you. Yeah.
1: And only for you.
0: Yep. All right. What's, what's, what's popping? What, what you been doing?
1: So when we recorded last, I yeah. hadn't finished God of War yet. Yeah. And now I finished God of War.
0: Can you play the most, the happiest song in the world? Like, like a cheers? Just like a
1: complete. Thank the Lord. Thank the God
0: of Thank War. Thank the God of War. that you're done with that
1: yeah uh, I'm finally done I did basically everything you could do Mm -hmm. uh, except for a couple of things that are a little ridiculous but I did I did a bunch of stuff (laughs) I did a bunch of stuff and it was a very fun time for me to play Tyra's really glad that she doesn't have to watch me rip anymore people in half uh, or listen to to man grunt while he fights things
0: so happy yeah so um, happy.
1: really great ending and that Love dumb it.
0: kid who's so annoying he's like daddy daddy like okay like i get it your dad's dying but like <laughs> come on <laughs> he should know that he's obnoxious <laughs>
1: savage uh so i finished god of war which gave me more time to play different video games so i started mm-hmm. playing the witness yes uh, which i got for free with my playstation plus subscription
0: yeah last month i think makes you dizzy makes me dizzy makes me dizzy
1: oh just to watch i just
0: meant like generally it's like it's well, a puzzle all, game. yeah all well i mean all i guess video games are pretty much from a point of view but this one is just like oh
1: yeah it's, it's a first, really wide i think it's, it's a first angle. it's a first person perspective and everything happens everything moves kind of fast yeah. uh, like when you turn and stuff the sensitivity is pretty high but the first a,
0: time you were playing it i walked into the room i was like oh, oh. <laughs> it took um, me a second to get used to it
1: yeah and, and it's a puzzle game where you're doing these really interesting puzzles that are just centered around just basically trying to draw one line together get to the end point but Mm -hmm. you you can't overlap your lines or anything so it's just a bunch of puzzles based on that and then you solve more of them and that's really all i've got right now is you just keep solving the puzzles i don't really know what the story is or or whatever but um i don't think that really matters because it's fun to play and i enjoy puzzles
0: it's It's a good time
1: (laughs) uh speaking of puzzles i also played it's a it's a card game based around the concept of an escape room Mm -hmm. um But more so around the, like, original, like, where escape rooms came from, which is, like, Flash games where you're, like... It just shows you this room that you're in and then you click the desk and it zooms in on the desk and stuff like that. So there's a card that's like, here's the whole room, draw these other cards that'll be like, this card's the desk, this card is the pitcher of water, this card is something else Mm -hmm. and all the cards are basically randomly numbered so you can't like put them in a particular order um, Mm. to, to know, yeah, and then it's all just based on math. So you can combine two things which then adds up to a number on a card and then you flip gosh that card which is in the face which is in the face down pile it's very very fun tara does not find it fun because it is uh recreational stress uh, as she calls it
0: okay which, like, which is right
1: up my alley <laughs>
0: it's a lot of games could be categorized as recreational stress. for sure like the first time that i played it i played it with all of your friends yes yeah and if there's two things that i'm not good at it's handling stress mm. and math and that is all mm, that game is.
1: Yeah. Well, then it's me, all my me, and all of my friends who just yell a lot.
0: Yeah, you guys are like
1: at each other at the game. Just, I have
0: a very, yeah. I have a flight mode when yeah. there's conflict, mm. um, especially when people are angry and yelling at each other. So I usually just want to leave. Mm. I want to escape. Let me tell you. Nice. And you guys, um, <laughs> that's the real
1: escape. Brutal. You guys
0: get are so passionate about it and I yeah. mistake your passion for yeah. real anger Yeah. and I get so scared <laughs> um, and then I'm trying to do math and I'm also trying to figure out how to get from like out of this. This broken train or whatever we were yeah, doing. But like, funny. I'm glad you like it, but I want nothing to do with yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> of
1: course. I, I totally get that. I, I totally get that. Um, I've been reading a couple books. Mm-hmm. Still reading this. Chris Gethard. Uh, it's a collection of essays. Very good. The book is called Lose Well. You should check it out. I'm also reading The Sellout by Paul Beatty. It's a satire on race in America. I'm a couple chapters in. It's pretty funny so far. Uh, And then I'm also listening to a new Bachelor podcast. You're
0: doing a lot of stuff.
1: I did a lot of stuff. It's been, it has, even though this episode is only a week later, it still has been two weeks since we recorded last. Yeah. So yeah, so I started listening to a new Bachelor recap podcast mm-hmm. uh, from the Huffington Post. It's, it's called Here to Make Friends. Yeah. And it's it's two women from the Huffington Post and they've been having special guests on this whole season. I don't know why, but I just listened to the recap of episode four of this, of this newest season of The Bachelor, which we just watched. And as you know, I have a lot of opinions that I need to talk about immediately and Tara does not. <laughs> period. Um, what are you talking about? Well, we talk about, well, what's just like when we go to see a movie and you know, I want to talk well, about sorry.
0: it. Sorry. Yeah. I got to process things. Yeah,
1: that's fine. I'm not citing you for it. I'm just saying that is just a, a thing. I need an outlet.
0: <laughs> oh, okay. And,
1: and listening to them on, on, um, here to make friends they say stuff that i had also said to tara while we were watching the show and after we had watched the show and it's just very i didn't realize i missed bachelor recap shows so much because they're griffin yeah there griffin and rachel mcelroy had this show called rose buddies which was just a a weekly bachelor recap podcast but then it started making them too sad Mm. so they just started they shifted gears and do a show called wonderful which is now just them talking about stuff that they like kind of like this one but they could do everything we just do media that's what makes us special Yes. Yeah. So so it's been about a little over a year since I've listened to any bachelor recap, and now it's really great to be back in. it's good. With this show.
0: <sighs> Sorry, I keep yawning. Yeah, you tired? Yeah. You're Ask ti- me from what? Oh, from what? My new job.
1: Yay! <laughs> good job.
0: Started a new job. Yes. Started a new good job.
1: New good job. Very cool. Good job.
0: Yeah, I'm a digital media associate in which I create digital media oh. for six clients. Nice. A few of them are national brands. Ooh. Few of them are doctors. Wow! One's a tech company. Ooh! Um, then I just made a really nice email campaign for you. It. Did I saw it? Um. Yeah, it's delicious, and I'm very excited to show it to my boss. Um. But that was um, me eating it. Yeah, delicious. <laughs> anyway,
1: email more like eat mail.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway. Anyway, that's what I've been doing and I also turned twenty-three. Hey! Nobody likes you when you're twenty-three. Wait, hold on, what is that? I think that's how it that's goes. That's pop punk. Is it what's my age again? By Blink 182. Sure. Hold on. Yes. Oh yeah, here it is. For me. Nobody likes you when you're twenty-three. Yeah, that's it. Great. Nobody I'm likes you. We, when...
1: I'm glad we have that on the.
0: Nobody likes you when you're twa me three. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. um, nobody likes me for the next 360 days. Nice. It was my birthday on Wednesday, June fifth. Yeah. Um, which was yesterday. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I've lived a whole life a since whole my birthday. Ice cream filled life. I feel like I'm twenty four. Wow. So the media I've been consuming, um it's... not really anything. Media it was ice cream. Mm. I had a lot of ice cream because yeah. my new job. Yeah. Um my boss. Also runs a blog and called The Bergen Mama. It's really cute. You should look it up. It's not just for moms. <laughs> but for...
1: it is just for people who live around Bergen, New Jersey.
0: <laughs> yes. Well I mean North Jersey because North Jersey, we went to but... we went to North Halden for one of these. No, places. I know,
1: I'm just saying. But
0: yeah, it's it's yeah. centered in North Jersey. Yeah. It's a blog where she writes up things about fun things to do in North Jersey, mostly family friendly and for moms it's catered towards moms that work. Mostly family friendly. And mostly family friendly. that's oh, um, the but not we... family friendly
1: stuff. You know what I'm you know what I'm mean? getting? Give us the d- juicy stuff. Um,
0: so she was writing a piece on some (laughs) summer eats around north jersey so i had the pleasure of driving around north jersey yesterday you came with me because i needed a a wingman to eat all this ice cream yeah so she's like take the company card go drive around north jersey hit all these places get the most instagrammable ice cream you can find take a picture of it and eat it so
1: Did she tell you and eat it?
0: Yes. Okay. She's like, You should e- eat it. And, I was like, okay. and she's like, Maybe you can bring along uh one of my coworkers, but she couldn't go. So I was like going in solo and I was like, wait a second, I'm not gonna be able to eat ice cream from seven different places. It was a
1: lot of ice cream. We only um, went to four yesterday and that was a lot.
0: Yeah, I tried to split up the the thing and I went to two different ones today, but or three different ones today. Yeah. But yeah, it was really fun. It was a great way to spend my birthday. I got to hang out with you and eat some free yeah. ice cream and it was a good time. Yeah. So um that it really I an ice cream wall um and i can't think of any other media that i've consumed but right. i do have i do have a main dish
1: yes what is your main dish ice no. cream no no oh. i'm done with ice cream all right
0: <laughs> so well ask me tara yeah
1: what's your main no what i go first this week oh
0: dang it i go
1: first this week you thief okay fine. you think just because it's your birthday i let you go first it's
0: not anymore and nobody likes me when i'm 23 so aj what's your freaking main my dish?
1: freaking main dish this week yeah is the video game overcooked
0: oh yeah so this is a shared main di- well i'm i don't have it as my main dish but no. like we played it together Yeah, we played it together so this it's, is a video game that we played together i liked it it was i like the recreational stress you guys yeah i'm growing wow I'm you you
1: went so far deep into my notes where i say that you enjoyed the recreational stress I <laughs> did! yeah so it's a really really fun uh multiplayer game it, yeah. it can be one player but it's not made to be one player it is made with cooperative play in mind yeah uh, which a lot of games aren't it's usually like kind of an afterthought you play as a chef in lots of different kinds of kitchens and so it's like level-based so think like a Mario, like the original Mario, you go to a different world. Every stage is it's just a different uh-huh. stage, and there's different stuff. Um, but every stage is a kitchen. Yeah. And the kitchens are not regular kitchens. <laughs> yeah. Um. There, there are kitchens that are on boats, or in haunted houses, or literally in the middle of the street. Yeah, it's uh, fun. And, <laughs> it's a good time. Yeah. A- and with every stage comes different hazards. So, like, if you're on the boat, every you know thirty seconds or whatever random amount of time, the boat will tilt, and so then the whole middle of the kitchen will slide to one side and so you now
0: stuck on the other yeah side. so now whatever
1: you were doing you've now slid to the other side of the boat and you have to kind of run around and do it and you have to mm-hmm. switch stations uh and so there's there's different stations in the game uh where you can you know chop vegetables or fry beef for hamburgers yeah. or make soups unfortunately
0: um, there's no vegan option there are no um, vegan options except for the onion soup and the salad and the salad um
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's it's really really fun it's everything you have to make the dishes to order so it's like a diner dash if you've played that or literally so many kinds of phone games or cooking flash Mama? games Mama? Mama? not really cooking mama cooking mama is kind of like hey we're gonna make this dish here it is and it, you okay, just kind of that's make the, the only dish, other
0: so. cooking game that i've ever played yeah. um I've i never... don't have a very high repertoire for mm. video games but this yeah. one was
1: fun i've never played cooking mama so i could be wrong but i'm pretty sure that it's not huh. order based it's just like hey we're making this dish today don't mess it up yeah Whereas, it's
0: kind of like working in a restaurant and
1: it is yes exactly it is kind of like working in a restaurant which is brings me to my next point okay it's the first game developed by this studio called ghost town games based in cambridge uh across the pond Ooh, over in England. Okay. Pip, pip. The
0: <laughs>
1: The um, co-founder of, of Ghost Town, Phil Duncan, uh, there's just a quote from him. He said, kitchens have always struck me as a perfect analogy for a cooperative game, an occupation where teamwork, time management, spatial awareness, and shouting are all vitally important. And so it's like, yeah. basically just puts you in, it feels like a game, but if you kind of think about it at its base levels, it just is a kitchen. Yeah, Like that's just what, is what a kitchen is like yes. at a restaurant.
0: I, I think I, I said while we were playing it, I'm like the people that really, really enjoy this game have yeah. never worked in a restaurant in their life. <laughs> yes, because is... we, I think we both know what mm-hmm. it's like to actually work in a restaurant and be that stressed and have yeah. a million tickets up and then right. angry customers and stuff. Is yeah. like, do we even send it at this point? Right. <laughs> yeah. Um. Oh yeah. well, God, mm-hmm. it triggered me. But like, it was yeah. fun.
1: <laughs> it's very, very. Because <laughs> I knew
0: that I wasn't getting paid for it, yeah. so it wasn't like <laughs> you know.
1: Um. Yeah. And so, like, the faster you put dishes out, the higher you get a higher amount of tips, which adds to your points and. It's really, like I said, made to be a cooperative game—a game that you play with more than just yourself. So I think it's, I think it's up to four players.
0: And you said it's more fun with—you said it's more fun with uh, more players. Yeah, right? I
1: think the more people you have, the more it emulates a real life kitchen, and the more you can kind of assign people to certain stations. And then through doing that, you're making it not only making it more like a real kitchen, but then when the environmental hazards happen. So like when you're on the boat and the entire thing shifts, now everybody has to scramble to find their new station because now they're all of a sudden cut off from whatever station they were just at. Yeah. Um, whereas when it's just me and you, we're already doing more than one thing. So mm-hmm. we're already kind of just running around the kitchen doing whatever. But, you know, yeah, it,
0: it doesn't change as much when stuff gets tilted. Yeah. It's just uh, like more chaos that we yeah. have to just get used to. And it. so,
1: yeah. And so with with more people, it is more hectic because there's more people but also you're only really doing one thing until the stage, you know, shifts around and does something crazy, which I think is really, just really, really fun. And one of the big points of... You know the game being cooperative, as the developers say, it's just all about communication and communicating with each other, which I think yeah. is just really, really interesting because that's an out of game mechanic is to talk to each other, and it's not like you're just staring at the screen all trying to do something. It's like, hey, I have this onion, but you know, it's faster for me to just put the onion on the table and then run away from it, and you grab the onion than it is for me to run around, hand you the yeah. onion, and then go back to my spot. And yeah. so you're like, you know, we're all everybody's looking at the 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 order thing up in the top that's like ticking down. Like, hey, you have to make this onion soup. You only have you know thirty seconds or whatever. Yeah. Uh, And you're like, hey, I'm just throwing onions at you. You just grab them and I'm doing this other thing over here. And it's like, you know, it's it's oh, it's so much fun. I love it so, so much.
0: It's it's even better when we know the restaurant terms we're like onion up <laughs> you're, you're onion up yelling <laughs>
1: onion up and <laughs> behind <laughs> and then,
0: like all this two stuff. burgers all day <laughs> uh <laughs> got 86 of those salads 86 the salads cause <laughs> by
1: the time we get them done we're gonna get less tips so we might as well just restaurants go
0: right the... side note restaurant slang is my favorite <laughs> thing in the world <laughs>
1: So yeah, I get a lot of enjoyment out of recreational stress, hence those that escape room yeah. card game I was playing. And that is something that I really wasn't, I, I don't know, I wasn't expecting you to enjoy it as much as you did. And what really, the, the moment you asked, hey, can we play more overcooked? I, I was like, I was blown away because I, think, I didn't think it would be a thing you would volunteer for again.
0: I think because it like I, this might be complete this might be right or completely off okay. but i think maybe because it looks not like a real world yeah, yeah. and everybody's like you're pl- you can play as a cat and yeah. like it's all cartoon mm. i mean like and your escape room games they all look real mm. and it's like and there a is real a timer and there's a per- <laughs> yeah. like you you play as a real person yeah i feel like it's just like far off and it's there's fun yeah. music yeah. like i don't know i think it's just more more fun yeah it's like cute
1: A thing that I noticed, because I played the the first time I played this game was a couple years ago uh, at a party at my friend's house, and he just like whipped out this game was like all right we have four controllers who's playing and (laughs) everyone just kind of sat down and we all just played and then watched everybody else play and it was a really fun time but I think what makes it so universally likable is that it's the kind of difficult that where like even if you're good at it the the game itself makes everybody seem like they're on the same playing field so you never feel like you're doing anything wrong or like you know could do it better because everything you know chopping lettuce takes as long as it takes to chop lettuce like you can't do that any faster you just go over to the, the thing and you hit the button and then it does it and that's true. Yeah, you know, I didn't every, even think about that. Everybody can make the same mistakes and there's nothing that you can really do that's gonna like mess up the entire game. And so I think that really takes a lot of the pressure off where it's just like, hey, look at this wacky game where, you know, all these things are going off, like all oh, the, the power went out, but you know, we still have to make twenty mushroom soups or whatever. That's true. I think like,
0: I think with the escape room games, You yeah. have to be like good at math and good at problem solving.
1: And ready to just kind of jump in with like, yeah. Oh, hey, I figured this thing out, whereas overcooked is just like, Hey, I'm passing you an onion, you chop that onion, not. No matter it.
0: how good you are at certain things in real life, it's, yeah. they can't really be applicable in the yeah. game. That's true. Yeah. That's so, it. That's that's it. Yeah, yeah. and
1: that's that is when a game does that, it instantly is just like one of my favorite games yeah. like of all time. Like Paper Mario is notoriously one of my favorite games ever because it is the first thing that me and my brother like bonded over because he's eight years older than me. So, you know, when I'm eight and he's 16, there's not really a lot that we can relate on. Yeah. But then when Paper Mario came out and we're both sitting down playing this this game, you know, using the strategy guide, of course, that was how we spent a lot of our time, you know, when I was a youth yeah. And that, <laughs> yeah, that that is very much a part of why I love that game so much. It's a fun game, don't get me wrong, but I don't think it would be anywhere near the top of my list if it hadn't been for that mm. that experience. That's and cool. th- that's the same thing with this game. It's just like it brings people who like don't always share the same views or same interests, you know, in terms of stuff like recreational stress. Yeah. And it, and it makes it accessible to everyone and it's just like that outweighs, you know, the game mechanics or the gameplay or the story or like anything. Yeah. Like,
0: I mean unless you work in a restaurant during the day and then at night you don't probably don't want to play this <laughs> probably yeah
1: that's probably a disclaimer <laughs> i could but. just
0: think I, I would just think about coming home from the restaurant that we worked at yeah and playing this game yeah i would have nothing i would have no part no
1: no no i don't think so you don't think
0: no because it would be too close it's too close to what we deal with or what i dealt with during the day it was just like too many tickets and they were overflowing yeah. so i I think it's i don't know i would have to work in a restaurant again to play it but
1: (laughs) But, so yeah that's um that's my main dish this week is overcooked good good dish yeah really good dish really great game yeah. Lots of fun. It's on the PlayStation 4. And I think they just released an HD version on the Switch. Ooh. Overcooked Overcooked Two is also out now. So if you want to play that, go to that one. What do we it play more. it on the PS4? We play it on the PlayStation 4. Okay. Yeah. It was free last year. Sorry, month. we
0: also have a Switch. Like it's no big deal. We just have, like, <laughs> my brother brought,
1: my brother bought a Switch because he wants to play Mario Maker Two when it comes out. That was the only reason oh, really? we a a Switch. Yeah. What do we
0: play on the Switch? We do the Mario Mario
1: Kart. Kart I play Celeste. It's Yeah. <laughs> but we we only have one because Lewis wants to play. That's mario it really too when it comes out <laughs> so there you go that's good that's my main dish go overcooked on. by ghost town games highly recommend yeah
0: want to take a break yes
1: let's take a break and we will be back with Towers main Dish.
0: okay bye. bye we're back okay <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we didn't actually, because sometimes I like go to the bathroom when yeah. we say we're going to take a break, but that yeah. was just 10 seconds of me singing at a beast. You know what? Let's just have that as a break music. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Please do not. It's per- okay. I'm anyway, w- we're back. We're back. What's good? It's my turn.
1: Yeah. Ask I. me. We, we spent a lot of time in the kitchen just now. See now you've ruined the fiction. Okay. Uh, every time we come back from a break, we're like, "Oh, we just went. We and did checked it. our emails and stuff.
0: We but, just looked at each other and I sang a song. Yeah. Ask me my question, AJ. Tara. Yeah.
1: On this, the day after your birthday, uh huh, the twenty third birthday. Yes. The birthday of which no one likes you on.
0: Nobody likes me when you're twenty three.
1: What is your uh-huh. main dish? It's
0: a documentary. Thank oh, you for asking. I
1: wonder what documentary it is.
0: Hmm, interesting. It is called Shrek. No, I'm just kidding. It's um, it's called Chasing Happiness, and yes. it's a documentary on Amazon Prime, and um, it's about this really small indie band called the Jonas Brothers. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um nice. So okay. So. So Going back to my episode where I talked about their new song, Sucker. Yeah. I really wasn't in a good place with the Jonas Brothers. Yeah. I was like, this song isn't anything like their old music. Right. Just like not to be like an old head, but like it's nothing like their old stuff. Yeah. Their marketing's like really weird and they're yes. just like throwing stuff at me. Their ticket prices are too expensive. Like <laughs> all these fans are like coming at me because I'm not, you know, like I just felt You're like not weird. a real fan. I, and I was like, please. OK, <laughs> Oh God, that Oh, anyway. Um, so I really wasn't really looking forward to this documentary as I should have been. Again, yeah. a lot of expectations from only myself putting yeah. on myself that like I should be really excited about this. But anyway, I wasn't excited about it. But boy, was I wrong. It was so good. Yeah. Um, it was directed by John Taylor, who... Oh my God, John Taylor. No way, John Taylor.
1: I thought I had it.
0: Um. That he was, well, is um, their guitar player and has been since their first single, Yeah. Please Be Mine, off of their album, Mandy. Yeah. Anyway. <sighs> it was so good. <laughs> it was okay. it was really
1: really good we watched it together we it did watch good. it together
0: we watched it on tuesday yeah um and on tuesday
1: i'm having a potluck.
0: it was just it was just truly so beautiful and so it was just put together so well yeah and it always blows my mind when i watch like a really long documentary it blows my mind when people use old footage and new footage and interviews mm. from here and there and there and there and there and it makes me so happy when people piece it together in a really cohesive way yeah. because there's nothing worse than a documentary that doesn't like flow right correctly and like i made an eight minute documentary it was hard yeah so i can't even imagine what it's like to do like an hour and a half feature documentary yeah with with old um, footage like archival footage, footage that you have to go
1: through yeah which like
0: <laughs> i learned so much yeah I learned things that I did not know. I saw video and f- footage of things that I've never seen before, yeah. never before seen footage. Yeah. And if you were an OG Jonas Brothers fan, you've seen it all. Right. You've seen their yearbook photos. You don't even know where these. you don't even know where the photos came from and yeah. you've seen them. Like that's a fangirl staple is yeah. just like, like digging for footage and yeah. photos and stuff like that.
1: Yeah. You watched all their old YouTube videos.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, how the tables have turned, like the Nick Jonas show. Like that is all yeah. like staple Jonas Brothers history. Yeah. Um, um, but I saw so many things that I didn't before. I learned so much about the Jonas Brothers yeah. that I did not know. Yeah. And it's just like, I'm so ignorant. Like, I did not know anything about the Jonas Brothers. <laughs> and um,
1: I, I, I I, just want to interject before we get all the way into it. I don't want to come at this at the end sure. of the Sure. Me, as someone who had zero interest in the Jonas Brothers as musicians, as a band, as anything, I had no K, interest rude. in them at all. Okay, um, rude. This was <laughs> a really, really eye-opening thing for me, I think, because they say stuff about people not really, like, respecting their music and whatnot which like i super didn't right uh until until this documentary and that you know it it gave me a new appreciation for the jonas brothers
0: wait why because you thought they were like cookie cutter disney yeah i thought well yeah Yeah. i didn't
1: really know anything it was just like oh it's just like a dis they're 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 a disney boy band whatever
0: yeah and it's easy to think that because they were like they that's how they were
1: marketed yes so So i just wanted to say that before yeah that was really good so
0: I'm gonna get into it. Yes. So it was a very, yeah, it was a very genuine, like real and raw documentary about how they got f- to be the Jonas Brothers, mm. the band, not brothers. <laughs> we all know how that happened. Um, <laughs> how they started their band, how they just like rose to fame and how they broke up and then eventually came back for this current reunion. Yeah. So it kind of reminded me, the documentary kind of reminded me of Mistaken for Strangers, which is the documentary that I need you to watch that I always say it's about the National. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, The yeah, band yeah, The yeah, National. Yeah. And that one is made by the lead singer's brother. Right. So, it's kind of like from a different perspective from a family member, yeah, it's very close and personal. And yeah. John Taylor directed this, and he is their friend, their guitar player, their business partner. like yeah. he's he's in it, you know, yeah. and that's he's where, basically their family, <laughs> yeah. that's where a lot of the I feel like genuine parts came from. So, it, again, it started with kind of their beginnings and their history, and it went all the way up until now. So I learned a lot of stuff <laughs> that yeah. I did not know. Right. Um, I knew that they switched labels between their first album, which was Mandy, and their second album, mm-hmm. which was their self-titled album, Jonas Brothers. And yeah. that is my favorite album, by the way. Yeah. And I th- I didn't know that they just got dropped by Columbia Records and then got signed by Disney. I yeah. thought that they switched and they like rose to fame and then switched. But they went through like a really hard, like rough patch. Yeah. Yeah. That I did not know about. Yeah. And they lived. Okay, so okay, here we go. <laughs> this is my favorite, this is my favorite, favorite, favorite fact that I learned. Yeah. So I thought it was really cool that I live in North Jersey because it is so close to Wyckoff where they grew up. Right. And I knew that. And I knew that going in and I passed their house once and it was the best day of my life. Mm-hmm. And like me coming from Pennsylvania, living near Wyckoff, yeah. like 40 minutes away, yeah, yeah, is yeah. like so cool. Yeah. I learned that in that little off period between Columbia Records and Disney Records or whatever, they lived in Little Falls, New Jersey. Do you know how close that is to us? That is 15 minutes away. You work in that town. I work in Little Falls, I drive there every single day. Like, that is so close. And they wrote my favorite album in a basement in a house in Little Falls, which I am next to, living currently. (laughs) Do you know how crazy that is? That is crazy. Yeah, I can't believe it. So that's my favorite fact that I learned. Um, But there's so much more Mm -hmm. that is just like unknown Jonas Brothers information that like you don't even have to be a Jonas Brothers fan. You don't even have to be a fan of their music. If you like things, learning things about families, like it's very interesting, I think. Like, it's a very good fam, Huh? What do you mean, like, Like, learning things about families? If you just like watching or consuming media about families and narration about families, I think that it's like... I don't know. It's kind of like... It's all centered around a family. Yeah. So it's, it's just like if you like stories about families... Yeah. You should watch. Okay. So when they broke up, this is something that, like, I think obviously everybody knows how they became famous. Yes. You know, like, they got signed with Disney, Camp Rock, they had their show, whatever. So Nick... Wanted to just go separate ways, you know, and broke Joe and Kevin's heart like it was unexpected they like all knew that they were going like kind of in different directions after Mm. their third album came out yeah but nick was just like you guys gonna go bye see ya like very cut just like very cut and dry just like gotta go bye so then they were heartbroken joe and kevin were just like heartbroken and nobody was happy and joe tried to do his solo thing and even had dnce which was his band um which was really good in my opinion but he felt like he was a disappointment yeah and then kevin poor old kevin i felt so freaking bad for kevin kevin everybody like jokes that like you know like oh you're the kevin of the Group, like, you know, like, that's a joke. And I feel right. so bad. I've always yeah. felt bad about that. But, like, Kevin really felt left out.
1: Yeah. Well, it's one of those things where, like, when you make jokes uh, in reference to a person, you never really think about that one person. And then, like, to oh, hear course. him be like, to hear him say that, like, he would hear people say, like, oh, you're the Kevin. Like, yeah. And he would take it to heart. And it's like, oh, crap. Yeah.
0: It's <laughs> like, bad. Like, oh, damn. Like, he... It was just really sad. Yeah. But yeah. So Nick had his little solo career and it really wasn't what he expected. And what I didn't know was that they weren't close and they like barely saw each other for like six years. Yeah. And like the Jonas Brothers can't break up their brothers. But like, yeah. Anyway. Yes, that's fine. So they decided to come back because they kind of just wanted to reconcile everything that happened. And they wanted to do this kind of on their terms, because when they blew up, they just blew up and it kind of was a whirlwind and they didn't really put any of their like it just kind of happened really fast and they didn't put what they wanted to into it I think so now they're doing it a second chance yeah and they are doing it because they want to be happy and they think that this is where they're going to be happiest mm. and their new album is called happiness begins yes and this documentary is called chasing happiness about where they're finding their happiness yeah so I think it's just like really 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 great
1: yeah it's really great it's, it's on Amazon Prime yeah I should say
0: not only does the story just like flow very nicely and it's about a good thing and mm-hmm. it's a about a nice little family and their hardships and how they came back together stronger than yeah. ever. But it looks really nice. Yeah. Like the way that they pulled the archival footage yeah. and also shot the new stuff, gorgeous. Yeah. Gorgeous. It's really, really nice. So really, whatever point of and, view you come from, you can appreciate it. Yeah. And they
1: filmed so much stuff. They had so much stuff. Yeah. Like Like old stuff. Yeah. That I was like, why did you have a camera? Yeah. Like, uh, spoiler alert i guess their dad had to leave was the pastor of a church and had to leave the church yeah. and there's like video of him like telling them yeah telling the boys that like hey i'm not going to be the pastor of this church and like all of them like visibly upset yeah and like why did you have a camera i mean unless
0: that was a later thing and he wasn't actually telling them yeah because there was not audio something else. from it
1: yeah that's fair but
0: i mean to that point they're very good at matching up b-roll to other yeah to thing, like right. you know so it's very very good it's Um, really 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 good you don't really have to be interested in the jonas brothers to like it but you will probably find a newfound respect for them yeah i think is what you did right
1: and i I think if you know somebody that's that really really loves the jonas brothers it'll give you a new appreciation but i think even if even i mean even you i think you have a new appreciation for it
0: oh yeah for sure i i I think i'm back to where i used to be yeah because so i i have talked about this i think on the podcast but i definitely talked about it in real life but like i think when i stopped liking well not not stopped liking liking but i when i grew out of my boy band phase so mm. like my last one was one direction big time rush right and i, I categorize it as when i started liking real music Ouch. but like the jonas brothers has always been categorized as real music to me because yeah. it's actually very good yeah If you listen to any other albums, you can find at least one that like resonates with you and sounds like good music to you. Well,
1: and then like that was the thing too is like a lot of the songs for me as an outsider were just like oh well it's just gonna be like you know this corporate like Disney wrote this you know bullshit or whatever. But like they even say in the in the in the documentary, they're like you know we wrote all those songs, but like we were kids. Yeah, like we're just writing whatever. But like some of the songs are actual like songs about real like real hardships in their lives. Yeah. and like real moments and, and you know real emotions and it wasn't all just like cranked out by the 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 disney train yeah i don't, I don't know what no that i was, think but that was good yeah they
0: actually talk about how they absolutely hated their show J- jonas yeah. la they're just like we shouldn't <laughs> yeah. have done that that was so bad for yeah. us like it was so tragic and it made us look so bad yeah um well, we, but yeah. you know the disney train the disney keeps train. on a trugging. no chugging truggin'. <laughs> chugging yeah. um but yeah so yeah. i think watch it and then Listen to their music, and yeah. I feel like you will find an appreciation for it. Yeah. Um, especially in their self-title album. It's like very pop punky, but like it's very yeah. good.
1: I kind of like Lines, Vines, and Trying Times.
0: Um, That's the really track, the only one. The track much that better I've by Lines, Vines, and Trying Times on that album is yeah. the best yeah. in the world. Okay. It's about um, Camilla Bell. She was a dancer and she dated Joe, mm-hmm. and then she broke up with him and he was heartbroken, so he wrote the song about it. Wow. And there's a little nod to Taylor Swift in there, what too. What
1: a line vine and trying time.
0: I know. It's so great. There's so much tea. <laughs> yeah. the, like, that's the Jonas Brothers tea I knew. And yeah. then I came in here and my, let me tell you, my my mug was overflowing with tea. Yeah. Like, I knew so much now. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, that is my main dish. Yeah.
1: Very good main Piping dish.
0: Piping hot tea. Yeah. Coming in hot. Yes. Thank you. Very, very good. Mm-hmm.
1: It's on Amazon Prime. Yeah. Chasing happiness.
0: Let me know if you need a login. Yeah. I got you. I got you. All right. It's side dish time.
1: It's side dish time. I'm so excited. Last last week I couldn't I couldn't get loud cuz we had accidentally stumbled into side dish time with my thing. Yeah. But now it is um 5:30 p.m., so yeah. nobody's asleep and nope. I can just scream. Yes. So, it's side dish time.
0: It's side dish time. What's your side? Dish?
1: My side dish this week is a song. Okay. That you know. Uh-huh. By Riley Ritchie. Oh. Uh, Also known as Jacob Anderson. Okay. Also known as Grey Worm from Game of Thrones. Yes. So he has, he is, the song is called Time in a Tree. Uh Uh-huh. It's a very good song. It's good. And Jacob Anderson, a.k.a. Grey Worm, a.k.a. Riley Ritchie, he publishes music under Riley Ritchie.
0: So many names.
1: (laughs) He has been doing this for, I think his first album, or his his first, you know, music was 2012, 2013, somewhere around there. Uh, And he didn't get signed on Game of Thrones until 2015. 2014 Mm, 15 yeah so he he was a musician first before he was on game of thrones which i think is pretty interesting um but he just released a new single called time in a tree and it is just about being you know in this stage of your life where like you kind of just i don't know it's 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 kind of hard to explain right now because i didn't Take a note on what it was, the song is yeah. about, but you know he has lyrics it's up about for like, interpretation, kind of. But it's <laughs> also just like he has he has this lyric about I I want to be ten again, just me and Sonic, and it's like
0: oh yeah, that's fine.
1: And you know it's all about expectations and what people expect from you and the, you know the older you get there's more people being like oh well you could have done this or like oh you should do this and like yeah. you know this will really help you you know XYZ all that stuff and it's just a song about being like wishing that you could have that moment to just like be yourself and like uh-huh. not have to worry about other people's expectations or not have to worry about what like the world expects from you and I think that takes on an even bigger context for him mm-hmm. as you know this guy who has just played a pretty it wasn't like a huge role in Game of Thrones but it was like a pretty big role like you say great where most people will know who that is
0: yeah it took a little explaining for me but well, that's because I you've didn't only watch seen you. four episodes yeah. yeah but i got it yeah. See, even i got it
1: yeah and so like you know and i think for him it's just kind of like well now that huge thing in my life is over now and i can't even imagine the pressure he feels from his family or just yeah. like people around him just be like what's your next huge like show what's your next huge movie gonna be and it's just yeah. like a song just about like i just want to be myself and just do stuff that i enjoy doing and do it's stuff so that sweet. i want to do It's just like a really really good song and and um i found it through this podcast called song exploder Uh which it's a podcast where they talk to an artist about one of their songs and they'll break it down to like the smallest sections and they'll just work their way through the song for like 20 minutes and then at the end you hear the whole song yeah and it's it's really cool i think that it's staged that way because you're hearing these bits and pieces the whole time and then you hear them like all. you really want
0: to hear it yeah
1: you're like i'm really excited to, to hear this song and then you hear the whole thing and you you know are referencing back in your head because you know just like 10 minutes ago he's like oh i heard You know, I know the person who did the string parts for this, or like I know, you know, this fact about this one particular line that, you know, especially me, I don't really listen to lyrics a whole lot on the first listen of a song, but uh, in Song Exploder, you know, they go through a lot of, you know, the important lyrics. And when you hear them, or when I hear them in the the song, I'm like, oh, that's like really interesting. That's fun. Uh, It's a very good show, a very good song. We'll play a clip of it, right? Now,
0: do you ever feel like you could live a real life like everybody else in the world? You could be a real girl, you could be a wizard, you could be a nice you could write fiction, you could tame raptors, most days I struggle, I get snappy, fuck all cool that, I just want to be happy, swimming against the current, am I wrong, can you show me a warrant, honesty, I'm a bum, I'm a barring, I'm on it, I get it, I've got it, I want to be 10 again, That's me and Sonic, and nobody telling me I should be more than I am, back when I good yes (laughs) it's really
1: really good the part that sounds like it's it's from an old record uh is actually just him oh and they recorded him singing it kind of just like a stream of consciousness thing uh and then just put a whole bunch of effects on it so it sounded like it was a really old thing and it's just funny he said he's gotten like you know people have asked him like yo what song is this from like i really want to hear this song and he's just like "Eh, it's just my song oh that's fun um so i like that yeah what's your side dish
0: it's also a song (gasps) I know. This is so fun. Wow. So it's called Playground by Steve Lacey. Okay. Who Ooh, is a 21-year-old musician from Compton. Okay. And I played this for you, and you also know his name, because apparently this was like a really, really highly anticipated album. Um, It was off the album Apollo 21, uh, the busiest music nerd. Anthony oh, Fantano did a review of it. Okay. Um, I didn't watch it, but yeah. I hope it's good, because this... I mean, okay, I started listening to the album after I found this song. The song was a single off of um the new indie playlist by spotify oh yeah yeah um and i was like this is unlike anything i've ever heard (laughs) of in my life like i've never heard anything like it because it starts off and it's like oh an indie pop (laughs) and like an alternative song and then it's like all of a sudden it's like funky Mm. it's funky like it's infectious and i've never heard anything (laughs) like crossed like that maybe i'm just uncultured but like (laughs) i've it was just so interesting to me yeah so um in an interview i found he said i think this was my prince phase where i was all prince but i also have my dirty projectors phase in here Oof. about this song I love the Dirty um, projectors i know so it's like very fun for you yeah um so yeah i kind of dug into his album a little bit nothing really stood out to me as much as playground did mm. and we're gonna i think play it at the as the outro Is that cool yeah played as the outro absolutely um so look forward to that because it's very very good <laughs> And you will probably download it because it's delicious. It's the only word I have for it's it. delicious. So that's my side dish. Really short, sweet, and tasty. There you go. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. So uh, that's... That's it. That's, that's the, the show. Tea.
1: That's lucky number 13. Wait,
0: here's... Uh, the mother... F- tea.
1: <laughs> Why did you censor yourself? We cuss on this show.
0: I don't want to cuss. Fart. Here's... The mother... F- tea. Thank you. Anyway, um, that's the show. Sorry. I hope you liked it.
1: I thought it was Lucky 13, but that was very unlucky.
0: Okay. Um, <laughs> anyway, so uh, if you have any... any, How do we end this? I'm so sorry. What do we usually do?
1: Uh, that's the show. We'll be back next week. Yeah, sure will. Uh, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, you can find us on Twitter. At please consume.
0: Or you can find us on Instagram at please consume responsibly. Or
1: you can Gmail us, Gmail, Gmail at please consume responsibly at gmail.com. At
0: hotmail.com. And you can also now send voice messages yes. through the Anchor app. Yes,
1: that is anchor.fm slash please consume slash message
0: so if you want it'll to send also a message, be in the description sorry yeah it'll be in the description if you want to send a message you yeah. can go to that link sign yeah. up for an anchor account if you do not have one mm-hmm. and then bada bing bada boom you will be on the show yeah so send them send them on over yes. if you like the jonas brothers if you hate the jonas brothers give us that tea. yes please um just spill that piping hot tea in a voice message and we will play it yeah um if you want to be anonymous we will pitch Make your you voice anonymous. down oh okay yeah we can do that too. um yes. and you will sound like darth Vader.
1: oh Okay. That's very low.
0: Yeah. Anyway. Okay. That's it.
1: Yeah. Uh, If you
0: want to be included but don't want to be anonymous and also want to sound like Darth Vader, we'll make it happen. (laughs) Whatever you want. (laughs) It's up to you.
1: Yeah. That's great. (laughs) <laughs> um, yeah so we'll be back next week next Friday yeah Friday is our new day now. next Friday so hit us up we can lead you into the weekend with some media recommendations
0: yeah Yep. Yeah. all right so, peace love Jonas Brothers what's
1: the song one more time
0: um, Playground by Steve Lacey all right off the album Apollo 1. sick all right
1: see you next week bye bye